Hey everyone, it's PJ here, and this is daily podcast number 11. Uh, For this episode, I have a friend of mine from Florida, another pastor, and I invited him on to talk about hymns. And we'll also engage with some of your answers to the question, uh, what is your favorite hymn right now? I think it's very important that during a season like this, we are continuing to sing. Uh, but not singing anything, not singing aimlessly, but singing with what Christians call hope. And hope is not this wishful thinking. Hope is not just false optimism, idealism, but it's rooted in the promises that God has given us in His Word. Promises that are applicable to a broken people living in a broken world. And hymns that have really stood the test of time have the power to really address that problem for us by pointing us to our Savior who is worth singing about, uh, worth praising, even during a time like this. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation. I hope this encourages you to continue singing and exploring some of these hymns that perhaps you've never heard before or revisiting the hymns that you have heard before and discovering once again these timeless truths that have encouraged and have supported uh, the saints throughout history uh, as they suffered through uh, plagues, wars, famines, diseases, and deaths. So here's my conversation with uh, John. All right, so I have uh, an old friend of mine from from Florida, Orlando years, here with me, and uh, I'll just have him briefly introduce himself. So, John, take a take a minute, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, uh, John Wee, uh, serve as the English ministry pastor down in Orlando, Florida, um, at our Orlando Korean Presbyterian Church in America. Um, wow, I've been down here uh, for like five years now serving at the church. Um, it's the church I grew up in. Uh, have many roots there. Um, yeah, I think that's the basic way to describe myself. And then um, I think even talking about hymns today excites me just because think deep down I'm a big lover of music um, mm-hmm. in general and uh, music is something that has been a huge part of my life and something that God himself you know has been using in my life to form me um, and mm-hmm. so yeah this is this is a very exciting topic uh, to be talking to you with um, and about um, yeah yeah I, I mean there's like this general um true truism about pastors i think that they they all play the guitar and they all and (laughs) you know they can all um lead uh praise and that kind of thing at church yeah um but but then i think uh pastors would know like with even within that circle there are people who are more musically gifted and more musically inclined than others and I think one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you about this topic is because you're one of the pastors I think are definitely more musically gifted, more musically inclined. Um, but that's a blessing. I don't know if you plan on um, 
doing more music as a form of ministry in the future, but um, I, I don't know, have you, have you given any thought to that? Yeah, I've, you know, I've, I've talked with people here and there of just fun little projects, I think, in the future that would be, mm. you know, either reworking hymns or um, even, you know, maybe putting some music to psalms. I think that's been a very popular thing that's been happening mm. where people have been kind of putting music again to the psalms. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so there's kind of this kind of resurgence, I think, of the things of the past. Mm. Um, um, and then I guess trying to bring it in, you know, quote unquote, kind of fresh ways. Uh, I'm a little bit hesitant to say that, but um, yeah, mm. yeah, I, you know, I, I hope that, you know, I think for me, um, I'm seeing more and more um, that the church needs you know, songs to be able to sing. And so I think, especially in a culture today where a lot of the songs that are written are for the individual um, or whatnot, I think Mm. um, just seeing how these ancient songs or older songs um, can can be even met today in in a way that's not feeling old. (laughs) Mm. Um, Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So it's definitely been on my mind, but We'll see where the time, where, uh, if there's time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. We'll definitely talk about that too. Um, you, you mentioned that you're serving at Orlando Korean PCA. Mm-hmm. And I think for folks, especially at my church, they, that would sound familiar to them because they, they know that that's where I've also served. So mm-hmm. uh, just maybe we can share a little bit about how our paths crossed, like how we met a little bit um actually do you do you actually remember how we like first met (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 i think it was uh i think it was the most awkward way i've ever met like um (laughs) a a pastor um uh yeah i think i was in youth group right during that time right i was still yeah there i think i was serving uh as a worship leader on like a like a friday night um you were still in seminary at rts orlando uh you came in on this friday night and (laughs) and i think i think i think you were preaching uh that friday night too right Mm -hmm. (laughs) but but also there was like a a little sense in which you know my dad the senior pastor uh asked you to get on the drums during my (laughs) you know as i was practicing (laughs) <laughs> it, it it was preceded by a a brief conversation where he asked me he asked me do you play the drums <laughs> and i said um not great i'm not great at it and and, and i really should have said i suck at it but uh i gave a crypt it's my fault i gave a cryptic answer i said i'm not great at it and he was like Oh, why don't you try? <laughs> and then, and then it became this. Oh, and John Lee, you pick up the guitar, and John Kim, you get on the drums. <laughs> it was like, oh, John and John jam session. Um, but yeah, I just, think it, yeah, I think I think the song too was like I think we played like trading my sorrows or something. <laughs> something like that where where would youth ministry be without trading my sorrows 
um, but yeah, and and just tell the rest of that encounter just from your your perspective, because yeah, I've heard it, but I just want other people to get it. Yeah, you know, brave soul. Um, <laughs> you you got behind the set. Uh, didn't you even need a warm up or stretch. Um, <laughs> dear rudiments, uh, just got on the set. And uh, we went for it, and uh, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. <laughs> it wasn't, but I, terrible. But it was interesting, you know. It was, it was probably the kind of the most interesting first encounter I think I've ever had with the pastor. Um, <laughs> yeah, just starting to jam, kind of like a forced jam session. Um, right. I'm, yeah, I'm more yeah. of a, I'm more of a talker. Like I, I, need to, I need to connect. <laughs> I need to connect through talking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but it's it's there's not going to be a lot of magic happening through <laughs> instruments and, <laughs> and musicality. Um, but anyway, but I I think I think I found out later on while you're in Orlando that you're actually very very musical. I don't know. I think I think my wife is is extremely musical, and maybe maybe because I'm always like admiring how musical she is, I I don't tend to think I am musical. Um, but it, I don't know. People have told me, "Oh, that's oh, that's false humility. That's you know, that, <laughs> I, you know, how does that make me feel? I can't I can't even." play a single chord and this and that mm. I'm like okay fine <laughs> um but i do love music um i think second to movies i think music is like one of my favorite things to turn to i mm. am what lynn calls an audiophile um <laughs> i just uh, and i think i think she means that as like a compliment mostly um <laughs> but um, I, I'm always listening for new music, um, yeah. and old music. I'm, um, and, and discover, I love discovering new artists. And, uh, if I, if I have every week, the newly updated, um, discover weekly or new music Friday playlists, I would always run through every single song on those playlists. Mm. Um, yeah. And if there's an artist I like, I would follow and all that, but, um, but no, Spotify yeah. makes it a little bit easy to to do that too. Yeah, yeah, I really like uh, their, I guess, algorithm. Um, mm -hmm. I've had all kinds of other stuff before. I had Pandora before. I had iTunes Music, um, but I think Spotify just has a uh, more. I don't know how to describe it. Um, developed algorithm. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so let's talk about hymns because that's uh, that was a question that I asked everyone on Instagram, and I got some really cool answers. I want to interact with with those answers with you, um, but I also want to just hear from you real quick. Like, do you have a like current favorite hymn like right now? Yeah. Um, yeah. Tell you know, there's there's always like a there's always multiple favorite hymns, and I think they switch throughout. You know. And they change throughout the seasons. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but one that I, I think I tend to always go back to 
um, one that I really love is uh, Jesus, I My Cross Have Taken mm. by Henry Light. Mm. And uh, I just, you know, I, I think just even in general about hymns, not, you know, if you were to just read the lyrics of Jesus, I My Cross Have Taken, mm. um, it's one where I'm, I'm sure will move the soul, um, not just in a, in a way of emotions, but, uh, you know, looking outward and upward um, mm. and heavenward. Um, but even just thinking about the life of the writer and knowing that, you know, I think the beauty of hymns and something like this is that, you know, that the writer wasn't just sitting in their room wanting to write a good tune. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something that was birthed out of, you know, just their life mm-hmm. of, of seeking to know God and make him, you know, make Christ known. And, um, yeah, you know, and this is one of those things where even the writer himself who was orphaned at a young age, um, mm. you know, there's a sense in which um, even when he talks of, you know, God the Father, um, a real sense of um, just love mm. for God um, in his experience, in his life, uh, not just saying the right things. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. Love this him. Yeah, it's a it's a powerful one. Um, there's a there's a version by Indelible Grace, right? Yeah, that's a it's a great version. Yeah, um, and to me, this is one of those hymns that really highlight, or yeah, highlight how it's different from the the different kinds of Christian music today that um, they speak to uh, affirming our hearts and. Mm. our our feelings towards god and i think sometimes that is a very positive thing that can have a very positive effect but at times mm. it can also fall short of leading us to examine our own hearts mm. and there's a verse here right that goes uh human hearts and looks deceive me mm. thou art not like them untrue mm. that I mean, to me, that already distinguishes this hymn from so many modern songs that are kind of like, here's my heart, like, you know, take it. Mm. <laughs> um, but this goes to the, the, the verse in Jeremiah that says, you know, that the, the heart is actually above all deceptive. Yeah. And what we need is God to cleanse our hearts rather than simply take it as a fine offering, mm. uh, but to, to give us new hearts. And, and that confessional uh, heart attitude, I think, is something that a lot of these hymns can capture. Um, mm. so, yeah, that's a great one. Um, and like you said, there's always like several hymns that we always turn to. And the reason why I, I, I ask, what is your current, like right now, what's your favorite hymn is because I think um, people who love hymns do find themselves uh, singing them, remembering the words. Um, during a particular season mm-hmm. and right now, you know, what a, what a season we're in. Right. And, Oh yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure that people are, uh, turning to hymns as a source of comfort, source of hope and reminder of the gospel. And, mm. um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good to turn to these very well put, well articulated words that describe, uh, what, so many other saints have gone through in the in the mm. past because they have gone through plagues they've gone through world wars 
Um, they've gone through sickness and disease and things. Um, and it flowed out of that, out of their testimony. Mm-hmm. And so for us to be able to sing along with them, that's, I think that's a powerful thing. That's a powerful gift to the church. Um, the one I, I'm going back to now, and this one I've always loved, but I'm really going back to right now is the, the hymn Abide With Me. Oh, yeah. And there's several versions of it. Of course, there's the, I think there's also the Indelible Grace uh, version of that, which, which I really love. Um, but I'm going further back to the traditional British um, English version of that hymn. Um, and the reason is because of the uh, second verse. Uh, is, is it the second verse? I'm not sure. Uh, where it says, change and decay in all around I see. Mm. O thou who changest not, abide with me. Because <laughs> oh, That's powerful. Yeah, because yeah, that's literally all I see around me is change and decay. Uh, and I have to hold on to the one who doesn't change. And he alone is really sufficient to be my hope. Um, and, and, and in that sense, the season is a powerful season for us to turn back to God, who alone is unchanging. And uh, the the Indelible Grace version doesn't have that verse in there. Oh, really? I haven't listened to that one in a while. Yeah. So. yeah. I, I love their uh, new melody they, they put to the words. Um, but but they tweaked it a little bit just to fit the melody better, and they, mm. I think they 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 could fit the um that one particular verse. But that's the one that's been really standing out to me. Um, that's such a good verse. Yeah. Yeah. So so I have some answers here for my friends. I want to um, go through with you a little bit and um, talk about why these hymns are are so comforting, encouraging. Uh, mm. and if we remember parts of the 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 song, we can we can maybe talk about parts that stand out to us but um, yeah. yeah i have a friend of mine joseph uh he's actually someone i met um uh, back in korea he was a youth student he's a i think he's a college student now in virginia but joseph um put come thou found that's a good one that's great yeah it's it's one of those that you don't really get tired of singing yeah right yeah um you know i think i think the lines from from that hymn uh, that always stood out to me you know prone to wander like where i feel it mm. believe the god i love take my heart oh take and seal it mm. right um, seal it for that course above mm. um and yeah yeah you know I think I think that's the experience that we all face in the Christian life, mm-hmm. right? Our, our proneness to wander. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you've been walking with Christ for a long time, or you know, whether you've, compl- you know, um, just started out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's and it's it's amazing because it's not just the right words, right? It's, it's something that we re- we really do feel and mm-hmm. um, that we we see it in our own lives how we are prone to leave, and yet there's still a a cry that we cry out for mercy, right? That the Lord mm. himself is the one who, um, is the one who doesn't allow us to ultimately fall yeah. away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but he's the one who takes us and seals us, um, by spirit. So, um, yeah, wonderful truth. Yeah. I, I love also the part, um, uh, near the end of that hymn that goes, come my Lord, no longer tarry. Uh, take my ransom soul away 
And the original, I think, goes, send thine angels now to carry me to realms of endless uh, day. And uh, our praise leader, Daniel Han, and I, we sat down and we actually tweaked the last two lines to that. Um, we changed that to lead me to thy sanctuary uh, to be with thee night and day. Mm. Um, we, we thought that would be a clearer uh, application uh, for, for our church members than the, the language that seemed to hint to tend to um, something more maybe abstract in their view, perhaps, or maybe even um, we have, let's say we have a newcomer who's, who's not familiar with that language. Um, mm -hmm. How can we make this a bit more familiar to them? So we wanted to insert one of the, I guess, ordinary means of grace is the, the way we approach God is through his worship and through uh, the gathering and the assembly of God's people in his sanctuary. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, come my Lord, no longer tarry. That's, that's a cry I think for, for now. Right. I mean, all, all creation is groaning and the cry that mm. comes out of that is Lord come soon and uh, renew it all, you know? Yeah. 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 I have uh, another one from, uh, this is from Tiffany. She's from around here. She's in Atlanta. Um, great is thy faithfulness. Mm. Yeah. Well, I was just looking at that one this morning, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. What a, what a hymn to sing um, uh, during this season. Um, but that to me just echoes uh, the similar theme with abide with me with, you know, uh, there is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou change mm. not. Thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Again, that uh, immutability or the unchanging nature of God mm -hmm. is such a comfort during, uh, during this time. Yeah, most definitely. Um, and even just, uh, you know, morning by morning, New mercies I see, mm -hmm. even being reminded that the unchanging God is the one who orders our morning. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and just being reminded that even in the midst of the changing and um, the uncertainty, mm. right, that there, mm. there's much, I think, for mm. the believer to, to find rest yeah. and hope. Yeah, um, yeah. Right. Yeah, great. That's a great one. Um, I actually think, um, yeah, I think this is this is one of those hymns that um, could really encourage our church members right now. Mm. And here's another one from uh, Anna from our church, actually, and she put down "Yet not I, but through Christ in me." Mm. Have you heard of that one? Yeah, we yeah we sing this one at our recent. Uh winter retreat oh nice, nice. Yeah. oh the one i missed <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man yeah but it's a good one <laughs> it is and it's by uh i think it's by city of light yeah yeah i think they're from australia yeah they are um like a anglican church from australia yeah yeah they're they're actually a very good sort of along the lines of um Matt Papa, Matt Boswell, all those guys. Yeah. Um, writing really good modern hymns. Mm -hmm. um, and 
I, I, you can tell by the way they, they, they form their music with easy to pick up melody um, mm -hmm. without like a, sort of a, a musically challenging falsetto bridge. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah. Very repetitive form, but the, the melodies are very contemporary at the same time. And yeah, and the the rhyme scheme is easy to follow, and and of course the the content is so biblical. It's it's biblically rich. Um, it's clear, it's concise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like what you said there. You know, these are these are songs that are very much written for the sake of singing. Yeah, um, right. It's not just for the listening ear of. Um, there's a simplicity to it. Right. It invites the congregation, like in, it invites a group of people to join in. Mm. And uh, there's enough truth here to be, I think, uh, joined in on. Mm -hmm. um, now, I, I want to actually do another episode where I talk about uh, Christian music or, or worship music, whatever you want to call it, that I enjoy on a personal level. Mm. Like, just when I'm just alone with God or just trying to uh, relax and go into a personal time of praise and worship. There, there, there's a lot of, there's a host of music that I would personally enjoy that I would most likely not bring into the, the corporate worship context. Yeah. Like, yeah me too. I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, I, I know I know this song gets a gets a bad rap, um, like how he loves. Mm -hmm. Um and and part of that I think is because how it's like um sung a lot in, in the in the larger church context. Um but yeah. for me, I, I understand that concern too. Um but especially when I'm enjoying that in, in my personal time. I, I found I found it to be a powerful reminder of God's grace and God's love. Mm. So I, I think the context has a lot to do with how you can register a, a song and uh, a lot of sort of your subjective experience goes into it as well. Yeah, I, I would totally agree with that too. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely um I think I think when choosing songs and picking songs for um worshiping as a congregation rather than just in, you know, personal use that, mm. yeah, there's, there's a, you know, there, there's things that can overlap, but yeah, um, there's, there's other things to be, yeah you know, really be thinking about. And, and, and I'm okay with even going across denominations when it comes to, you know, who I listen to when it comes to personal mm -hmm. worship. But uh, when, when it comes to congregational worship, I, I tell, I tell our praise team this, I've told them this, you are, when you when you're leading people into praise at church, you're putting words in their mouths. Yeah, and that's a huge responsibility. I mean, um, are you sh are you sure it's biblical? Uh, and and are you sure they understand what they're saying to to mm -hmm. you know, large extent, or are they just kind of repeating after something they don't really personally understand or um, can't really fully articulate? But the hymns have a tendency to be very clear about the message that it's communicating, and it's 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 easier to point to a passage of scripture that that it stems from. 
Mm. And and to, and so there's more confidence there in saying yes. Let's let us sing this together. Yeah. Um, as opposed to okay, I'll meditate on this personally later. You know. Yeah, and one thing I love about the hymns, I think, compared to a lot of maybe contemporary music that's coming out nowadays, mm. um, is that it's it's very clear in the God that we worship. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. um, it's very explicit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's unapologetic in its worship, mm. and um, just kind of what you're saying. You know, um, worship. There is a aspect of it proclaiming, right, of, of who this God is, mm-hmm. who we worship, but. There's also a sense where the worshiper is also being formed, right? Mm. The community of worshipers is being formed yeah. um, by the songs we sing. Um, yeah. That the vertical relationship in worship, but there's also a horizontal one where mm-hmm. you know the congregation is also singing to one another mm-hmm. um, the truths of you know the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Right. I I just want to highlight one part about this this particular hymn that Anna brought up, um, yeah. not I, but through Christ in me, just the first two lines. Um, what gift of grace is Jesus, my redeemer? There is no more for heaven now to give. Mm. I mean, I, I just need to pause there just to like, yeah. Register the first two lines of the song, right? <laughs> yeah. Just register that truth for a moment mm. that, uh, and I and I think I believe I don't know if this is where it comes from, but I believe I've heard Martin Lloyd Jones, one of, during one of his sermons, uh, say. He said, "I he said I speak with all reverence, and um, with extreme carefulness that that in Jesus Christ, God has given us a gift." that he himself cannot trump. He himself cannot talk. Mm. And that blew me away when I heard that. He, he's, mm. he's, he's in a way exhausted himself in his generosity. Mm. In his, I mean, this is an infinite God we're talking about. And yeah. even he can be exhausted in a sense. Well, how? Mm. By giving us his son. Mm. And and do we really, do we bask in that enough? Do we, um, do we celebrate that enough? Do we reflect on that enough? Mm. Um, and, and then just bringing, bringing to mind all these other re- promises and uh, references about he who gave us his only son, how will he not along with him give us all things? Yeah. Just all the other things start just flooding in to my heart. So just those two lines alone were powerful enough for me to just pause and, and meditate. Like Sila, just, <laughs> just <laughs> pause. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good one. Um, mm. Adam O. Remember Adam? Yeah. We actually just did a podcast about movies. Oh, cool. Cause we're, we're both like huge movie fans. Yeah. Um, but Yeah. How great thou art. Another classic, although surprisingly not as old as people think it is. Mm. Right? How great that boy is it like early 1900s? Is it? I think so. Oh, wait. 1885, it says. Okay. 
Fake news. But man. <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty close though, right? Okay. Maybe uh maybe the uh updated um translation or whatever was nineteen something, mm. but um yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The English the English translation is nineteen twenty five. Yeah, but the but the uh, earliest version um I think is like Swedish. Mm. But that's that's like eighteen eighty five. Anyway. Yeah, we just sang that last Sunday uh for our, mm. our virtual service. Um Yeah. Yeah, this one's yeah, this one's a classic. And I think, you know, even for me, this is uh one even growing up, you know, in uh I think for a lot of us, you know, mm. in uh mm. kind of bilingual church. Mm. Um one singing where you can um hear it in you know for me korean and, yeah. and also singing in english it's one of those that just matches really well <laughs> um um yeah this one's i'm just looking at it right now too yeah Again. so for those of us who grew up in the traditional korean church uh grew up singing chansonga right the korean hymns yeah. um some of these hymns that are we're singing now like and, and we mentioned a few of them like joseph Come Thou Found, Tiffany's mm-hmm. Faithfulness, and How Great Thou Art. Uh, a, par- a big part of this is the the sort of the spiritual nostalgia we have mm. from our childhood, just hearing our parents sing these hymns, uh, and that echoing in our hearts, and then that being put into our our tongue. Yeah. Um, it's almost like we've inherited inherited this faith from them as part of the same covenant family mm-hmm. now we've made it ours and there's something very special and powerful um to that as well and i i hope that like our generation we're thinking of in terms of like what we're singing we're thinking in terms of passing it on to our children as well yeah, sort of, yeah. hey this is what we believe as a covenant family belonging mm. to to god's covenant um you're, you're gonna grow up in this faith this is our this is our doctrine. This is our every every family has a doctrine. The only question is, what is it, and is it sound? You know. Yeah. And so, this is it for us. As for me and my house, we will believe this, and we will sing this, and we'll profess this, and um, and we're building sort of that, uh, I mean, for lack of a better word, like a like a uh, our own hymnal, our own uh, song list that we would be passing down, and it's really important. I think we therefore sing these with our children as well hmm. yeah um, yeah i think you know i think that highlights another point of just seeing with hymns um as they've already a lot of them have passed through time and generations and hmm. even various languages seeing kind of the depth of it of especially reflecting um just you know our songs are reflecting in a sense our, our worship that is to be full of depth uh, I think because, um, you know, we don't want to just scratch the surface level of of, of the God whom we sing to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think even our song should reflect that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think hymns do that really well. Um, I got a, a two people mention how deep, well, actually three people mention this one, how deep the Father's love. Mm. That's interesting. Was that a, was that a a poll favorite? 
I would say that's the one that was most repeated um, answer mm. people gave. Yeah, yeah. And this is a particularly new one too. I mean, not, yeah. I mean, not a particularly old one. This is a fairly new, one of the newer hymns um, by um, Stuart Townend, right? Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it's it's inc it's encouraging to to me that they are clinging to the the father's love during uh, this season. Um, mm. Hmm. Yeah, this is a great one, I think, for the season. Hmm. And then when you you know when you put that with some of the others that we were looking at of. Um, the God who's unchanging, right? And mm -hmm. this, you know, the Father's love that is also an unchanging love. Um, mm. It's one that's deep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the the verse that stands out to me as I as I look over the lyrics to that uh, is is the third verse um, about boasting. Mm -hmm. I will not in anything no gifts no power no wisdom i mean i mean there's literally nothing to boast in right now yeah right? Um, i was just thinking that yeah it doesn't matter what level of celebrity you are or how political like how much political influence you have uh we see on the news um from the richest to the poorest uh, we are all susceptible to the wages of sin, which is death. Mm -hmm. um, and the inevitability of that, we can't, no amount of money, no amount of power, no amount of wisdom can get outside of that. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'm in Atlanta. We have the, we have the CDC here. Mm. We're, and we're also one of the fastest growing cities in terms of the number of infected. Mm. Um yeah, no gifts, no power, no wisdom is, is really worth boasting in at the end of the day. But I will boast in Jesus Christ, his death and resurrection. Because, yeah, if you have somebody who's walked out of his own grave, maybe maybe he's the one we should <laughs> right now. Um, I might need that. Yeah. I will eventually. I'll need that, even if if this whole thing, you know, is is in the past for us. Um, what's not past us is is our own death and the the uh, you know Tolstoy's question. You know, is, is there man, any meaning in my life that the inev inevitability of my of death can can cannot destroy? Um, the only answer we have to that is something that could go extend beyond mm. our own grave. And um, yeah, this hymn uh, highlights that. I'll boast in that. I'll boast in Christ who who gives me his life um, um, and, 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 and promises me mm. uh, my resurrection if I'm united to him. Yeah, that's a, the more I think about it, I mean, we can go all day, but the more I think about it, it's it's it's, it's a powerful hymn. Powerful yeah, hymn. and you know, even just looking at the third verse, I think this is what a lot of hymns do. Just, I think this is why I love hymns so much, and why they um, kind of give us language to really sing well. Um, mm. Is that there? There's progression in thought, mm. right? There's, 
right? That it starts with not boasting in anything, right? Yeah. No gifts, no power, no wisdom. Then it points you to the one whom we can boast in, um, which is Christ alone and his death, his resurrection mm-hmm. for us. And then in, then it speaks of, you know, really a question, you know, for us of thinking about yeah. why, why should we gain from this reward? Um, and yeah, I love, yeah. I just love progression of thought, just progression. Um, yeah. And, and timely given we're mm-hmm. entering passion week and uh, approaching Easter very soon. Um, yeah. Timely hymn. Yeah. Uh, I got a couple more of, let's see. This is, I think this is a, a friend of mine from uh, Noonan here in Georgia, Eugene. I don't know if you know Eugene. Um, not sure. Eugene Park. Um, do you, yeah. you know Josh Park? Oh, I know yeah, Eugene. Yeah, they're brothers. Okay, I know Eugene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he gave the million-dollar <laughs> answer when it comes to hymns. And, and I was like, okay, somebody better mention a Getty hymn. <laughs> <laughs> uh he he gave the the, the million dollar oh, answer yeah. in christ alone <laughs> it's like he wins mm, yeah <laughs> what, what, what a what a pk this one's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this one's this one's classic too and barely fa- fairly new him too right. right um this is the one that i think um started or I should say not started, but it was at the very beginning, in the very early stages of this resurgence of this new yeah. new hymn movement, right? It was like ve- at the very start of that um, <laughs> with um, just passion and um, just all kinds of bands were covering yeah. this hymn and then bringing it into the, yeah. Um, but, but Hey, just so y'all know, um, this has been sung in many, many PCA churches <laughs> before Chris Tomlin made it made it cool, or Christian Stanfield made it cool. <laughs> it's like, it's like I, it's like you know, you know that joke we, we people crack about how I knew I knew so and so before he was cool. Yeah, we were singing Christ yeah, alone before it was cool. <laughs> Uh, when 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 it was just a piano or an organ or an acoustic guitar. Um, anyway, yeah, that's this, yeah. This is around the time when I, I think when this hymn came out and a lot of churches started singing along with. They're like, yeah, I, you know, I wish I wish we would have more songs, you know, that were so filled with scripture, and and, and you know, what goes mm-hmm. on, and mm-hmm. you know, next thing you know, people are starting to refine him, you know, go back into the hymnals, and um, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and just a couple more, uh, Daniel Yao, how deep the father. Oh yeah. We, so, so another brother from our church, yeah, Daniel Yao. Yeah. you know, Daniel Yao. Yeah. He, he was one of the guys who, who put mm. how deep the father's love for us. And, um, Trey Reed. Yeah. Trey. Yeah. The, the, our, our white <laughs> brother who speaks Korean. Yeah, better than me. Throws everybody That's off. Better than me. Yeah, it's not fair how much he throws me off with his Korean because I I'm Korean and I speak English and that doesn't throw him <laughs> off. <laughs> but when he comes up to me and starts speaking like Korean, time. it totally throws me off. Yeah, like when he comes over to me and he's like, 
or he jokingly he would be like, Oh, Moksanin, <laughs> Anyonazio. I'm like, dude, stop. Um, but he's he's hilarious. Um, but he put a good one. Uh, my shepherd will mm. supply my need. Um, Isaac Watts, I think, wrote that one. So that's as that's as classic yeah, to him as it what? gets. Um, it's funny when when he shared that answer, and I went to look it up on um, uh, Spotify to listen to it again because mm-hmm. it's been a while since I heard it. Like the first version that came up was like from the Mormon <laughs> Tabernacle Choir. <laughs> I was like, nope. <laughs> uh, next, but it, it it's one of those hymns that are just really uh, just been around a long time, you know, in our history. And uh, I th- I think it's largely based yeah. on Psalm twenty three, for sure. Um, yeah, my shepherd, you supply my need. Most holy is your name. In pastures fresh, you make me feed. Beside the living stream, you bring my wandering spirit back when I forsake your ways. You lead me for your mercy's sake in paths of truth and grace. And um, and then gets into the valley of death in second verse. Uh, when through the shades of death I walk, your presence is my stay. One word of your wow. supporting yeah. breath drives all my fears away. That's I love yeah. that. And the spreading of the table before. Before my enemies, my cup overflows. You anoint my head with oil. Just a great um, application of Psalm 23 to, hmm. to our tune. So definitely worth checking that out. Um, and last but not least, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and mention this. Um, this is from actually uh, a friend of mine here as well, uh, Jenny, Jenny Park. She put Waymaker! Exclamation mark, <laughs> exclamation mark. And I know that's not a hymn, and and we we will we will um, do another episode on you know non hymns probably, um, and I'll I'll get you back to talk more about other stuff because I know you listen to all kinds of other music as well, um, but but this song by uh, is it Leland or does he? Cover I don't really it? know who it's by. Um, okay, yeah, I, I I think I heard a version from Leland. I I think he's at least Leland is the one that popularized it right if, if he wasn't the one that wrote it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and and leland is and he's a yeah. really gifted musician he's really cool <laughs> and he wasn't doing worship music at first he was actually like just i think like yeah a band yeah i remember i right. remember back when he was doing band he, stuff yeah and then and then he started doing like worship stuff with with others uh like bethel and yeah. stuff like that i think um but yeah, I, I wanted to just, this is more a shout out to Jenny because um, she's a nurse mm. at Emory. Mm. And, um, you know, you know how medical workers yeah. right now are really just in challenging times right now. You know, we're praying for them every mm. day. Um, while we're staying home, they're going to work. And more and more, there's their systems being flooded with patients. And uh, man, uh, it's like, Whatever spiritual care you can get right now, right, uh, you should access that. You know, whatever encouragement you can receive, prayer you can receive, and and music, praise that you can um, um, receive into yeah. your heart, you should. And so, this is more just to 
give a shout out to her to say that we're praying for her and also for everyone mm. who's out there um, in, in all of our churches and beyond in our community cities who are um, fighting against this. Um, and, and we should really also support them, not just in thoughts and prayer, but also by participating in our own mm -hmm. end of the front line by staying home and practicing social mm -hmm. distancing and just you know, hand hygiene and all that, all the rest. So, yeah, uh, it's a cool yeah, song, though. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for chatting no, with thanks me for about asking. this. This is this is fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm gonna try to see if I can interact with my pastor friends um, in my network and just kind of continue our dialogue and continue to pray for one another as well, but. Do you have any certain sort of prayer requests right now, just given your context, the context yeah, I think, you're in? Uh, you know, just praying for all of those who are, you know, basically, you know, not to say front lines, but those who are in the hospitals and those who are working kind of endlessly um, during this time yeah. where we're at home and we're, um, you know, mm -hmm. um, constantly lifting them up in prayer and uh, ultimately, you know, turning to the Lord who is reigning, um, even still um i think just pray for um uh just all all of our churches you know especially i, I think it's just mm -hmm. a timely mm -hmm. thing that all of this is happening around um uh, you know with passionately coming up palm sunday this sunday and easter sunday coming up and just passion mm -hmm. week and um being reminded mm -hmm. you know yeah. that that christ himself didn't come down into a world of a vacuumed world um that was neat and pristine mm. um but he but he very much came in mm. into the midst of our own you know misery or suffering and even sin-stained world or sin-stained lives mm. and um just just tapping in i think a little bit more this this season um to to really reflect on, on the love of god um mm. that we've seen in christ mm. um and so for churches, you know, I think especially around this time where um, most of our members are at home worshiping, um, you know, yeah. over time, it's, it's something that can begin to feel fairly mundane and even um, even tiring. Uh, the fact that not being able to be together in, in, in physical proximity with, you know, the, with the saints. Um, and yeah just praying for for strength for for church leaders as well as just for all of our churches and members um yeah yeah it's good it's good hey can i actually just say a quick yeah. prayer to close us yeah let's pray uh heavenly father um i want to thank you for my brother john and our time together to just press into some of these truths that you've taught uh, the saints to sing throughout centuries um, to remember these wonderful truths that prevail um, over all things. Um, God, we we live in a time still when people are asking and wondering what is wrong with this world and what what is wrong with people in this world. And God, you've you've told us what's wrong. Um, sin is what's wrong and sin has been infecting uh, the world ever since um, our first parents uh, chose to 
live on their own apart from you. And, and we've been imitating that all our lives. And yet you've given us an answer and a solution to that problem of sin and the problem of death caused by sin. Um, and it's all found in your son, Jesus. And we pray that your church would, during this season, all the more look to that answer. As, as the question is being highlighted and, and all the more accented through uh, the season we're in, may we turn all the more to the answer you've provided us in your son, uh, and the good news that is our answer to the very bad news. Uh, so would you give us a sobriety to, to see the brokenness of this world for what it is and also see your son who entered that brokenness and who was broken himself on our behalf for who he is. And through our um, worship, continual worship online and also our sharing with our one another just by digital means continue to spread uh, this good news and make your coming kingdom more visible mm. on the earth still and uh, spread your generosity and your goodness uh, to our neighbors. And we do especially lift up those who are suffering during this time uh, that you would bring Lord uh, uh, relief, you will bring healing, um, you bring comfort not only to their bodies, but also to their souls, that, that all the more uh, your people will cry out to you and find their hope, ultimate hope uh, in you. We do lift up all our medical workers, doctors and nurses, uh, pharmacists uh, who are caring for uh, so many people who are in need. Would you protect them from this? Would you strengthen them? Uh, would you give them the wisdom to, to do what is necessary, prescribe what's necessary, and develop what's necessary to not only um, deal with the, the, the people who are flooding in, but also to be able to prevent further uh, infections and mm. spread of this disease? Uh, that you would use, Lord, your gift of science and medicine um, to bring relief, Lord, uh, to, to, this, to this situation and give wisdom to our leaders to make wise decisions, Lord. And we pray all of these things um, in your son's merciful and mighty name. Amen. Amen. Yeah. All right. Thanks, this bro. Was, this was great. It, uh, it's, it's still crazy to me that um, we are uh, both now teaching elders in the PCA uh, when we you know, just coming to this point after that first awkward meeting, um, yeah. to be here now is, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy, but it's also amazing. Um, yeah, you're technically like my yeah. pastor, I think, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that makes me sound <laughs> so old. But yeah, but, that I, old. but but hey, it was good catching up, and thanks for chatting with me. And um, maybe next time we can talk more about other other forms of music, and just, just not even church music, but but music we enjoy yeah, outside that'd be of great. that as well. Yeah. Thanks. All right, man. Take care. Talk to you later.